Welcome to Success Isn't a Secret. On the show today, we have my friend Craig. Now, Craig is someone I met when I was a kid, and he has been in my life in some way since then. He's married to my cousin now, actually, and he's about to have a baby, which is so exciting. Um, And yeah, I'm just so blessed and honored that I've gotten to watch him grow throughout the years and that I'm still able to be in his life. And I'm so proud of the man that he is today. He's just a great example of what it looks like to never give up. Because he is that person that truly never gives up. So let's just dive into this conversation with him. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to have one of my old friends on the podcast today. Uh, We're going to be talking with my friend Craig. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for everyone who doesn't know who you are? Yeah, of course. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Craig Hostetler, and I am now living south of Fort Worth, about 45 minutes. And uh, during the day, I sell storage buildings and keep myself busy. And uh, during the evening and uh, the rest of the time, I'm a husband to my wife, Shana. And you're about to be a dad, about to have Amen. a baby girl. That's so, so exciting. Excited. I yes. can't wait. Um, so first question I have for you is what would be one piece of marriage advice that you would give to all the married people out there? Oh man, there's so much, but honestly, the, the biggest thing is to keep the communication open. And, uh, the biggest thing for me, I'm going on working on my third year of marriage, two and a half years in, and for me, I never allowed my wife the time to, to the space, the space that I allowed. I always wanted to just jump in, figure everything out right then and there. Boom, let's, let's figure it out right then and there. But just keeping those communications lined open. And it's okay if it's not 100% resolved, if you agree to, to love each other at the moment. That's, that's one thing I had to, had to learn myself. That's really good advice. Everybody that uh, is married should definitely take that to heart because I I can agree with that. (laughs) Um, So I want to talk to you about aviation today because I know that that is something that is a big passion of yours. And um, I just really admire how far you've come in life when it in regards to that area because of Um, I know it was a dream and now you're pursuing it. And I just think that's so awesome. So talk about like, when was your first exposure to that like world, to the aviation world? Mm -hmm. I always like to say it was at birth, (laughs) but (laughs) honestly, the first exposure that I had was a sweatshirt. And my mom gave me this coat, this jacket that was a corduroy jacket. Mm-hmm. And it was blue with a white strip right across my chest and red airplanes on it. So I remember, I don't even remember what the conversation was, but I remember talking to my mom about it. And I was so excited because we we're going to go to this air show. I couldn't tell you where it was. I couldn't tell you what was going on, um, except there was a double wing red airplane in the sky. And for me, my little boy, there's a moment in my life that I will never forget. That was standing right beside my dad, holding onto his pants leg and the orange flappy fence in front of me and knowing looking at the airplane in the sky and looking at the airplane on my chest and it, it struck at that moment that but honestly and also with that my first experience on an airplane was going to visit my great grandma uh in new mexico 
And it was so exciting to go to Little Rock, jump on the plane on Southwest. I went with my grandma, my mom, and my brother Carson. And so that was my first experience flying. So I'd say probably those two combined is kind of what kind of what hit home for me. That's what started the dream inside That's of you. That's it. <laughs> so what is your dream with that, like specifically? Yeah, so it's being, like I mentioned, I'm married going on three years. So coming from my background of, and aviation takes a lot of money. So my dream with it, to answer your question, is to, to own a company in the aviation world, to have that as my, my legacy, to continue on as my my sole business, right? Mm-hmm. But how that looks, what that all looks like still hasn't gotten all the wrinkles out. But but that's that's where I'm going towards, right? That is so cool. So cool. So how um dialing it back a little bit, how right. has this developed into a passion for you like over the years of your life? That yeah, that's a good question. For me it it happened that moment, those two moments that I shared with you, it kind of all came together at that moment. However, I started saying from my background is it takes a lot of finances to get into aviation and my background doesn't have a lot of finances, right? Or we have finances, but we don't have it growing on trees. It doesn't seem like, and knowing that I have to work for every single step of the way and starting from the bottom and going upwards, it's a process. So a few mistakes that I made personally is I started dreaming. And when I start dreaming, I dream big, right? And I'm just, I'm running for it no matter what. So I threw everything out. I'm running straight towards aviation, right? So I was running hard and nothing was happening. And I fence after fence after fence, I hit, I met with all these people. I took a test flight uh, for a hundred dollars, was absolutely hooked but it still just never, it never fit. It never hit right. And I honestly was just about discouraged. I honestly was to the point where aviation just isn't for me. Right. Until I finally started realizing that in life, you have to, you have to step back. You have to prepare until it just comes. You can't just go get it. Like you can just go get it, but you have to have to do, uh, do the correct steps one at a time. You can't just jump into the lake and and figure the big steps come and it'll all come right to you. So the development has been very painful for me, honestly, on my side, uh, from watching other people get their license to just, I could just go make a loan and go get my license. I could hundred percent do that, but I had to decide, okay, am I just going to go get my license and go be a single guy or am I going to go get married? And then as a family, as a legacy, which that's really what I want, follow my aviation passion through that. So through all that coming coming together it's it's been incredible i was to the point where i was going to quit and then my parents decided we're going to move to texas that was in arkansas that's where i grew up in nashville arkansas area and so when we moved down to texas i was like hey there's lots of aviation opportunity i created a friendship in ivan ulrich down here and he's a commercial pilot so the fire was back on again like we're we're going for it we're we're going to make this happen and i met jorge uh bosch he was a flight instructor for a for a uh, flight school, and so through meeting him, I started uh, getting friends with him. And Ivan was getting his commercial license, so he was like, "Hey, I'll I'll split the cost half and half. I'm considering getting my CFI, which is his certified uh, flight instructor rating, and 
why not just split half and half and I'll teach you how to fly and you, you learn how to fly and I, I learn how to, how to teach. Right. So I did about 40 hours in flight school there and uh, between cleaning airplanes and flying with him and cleaning the, cleaning the buildings, the offices, like I was hungry. I thought, okay, this is, this is, this is it. I'm finally taking off. But to, to my not knowing and just running into another wall, that wasn't it either. But, but it was super, I, I love that area of my life. It was super amazing. I've made amazing friendships and I've gotten to see the general aviation world that, that I really love and that I really want to go into. Um, but then I was doing selling storage buildings at the time and uh, Jorge called me one day and said he's moving up into uh, a general aviation company. He's buying a partnership and he wants to sell the flight school to me. And I was like, okay, here we go. This is it. So I started praying about it, started, I mean, we talked about it for hours, but something in my gut told me not to do it. And to this day, I can't tell you why I didn't buy it, but, uh, but it just wasn't quite right. So from that point, I kind of stepped back and said, okay, I'm going to do this the right way instead of trying to find a shortcut because I was trying, and this, that was fast pace. That was coming from the age, from the eighth grade, age 16, to I was 19. So that, that was a short version of my life. That was years of, of thinking, okay, I'm making it, I'm making it. And so I finally decided I'm going to step back. I'm going to get married and I'm not going to try to shortcut and do this the route of just loaning money, loaning money, because that goes against what, what I believe personally. So now I've kind of re, redone it. I am uh, working on creating my family, creating my legacy, becoming 100% debt free and becoming true wealth. And that's when I will, I'm working on a plan of launching back into aviation. Can't wait for that day. That is so awesome. And I love what you said about how sometimes when you're going after your dreams, you have to step back and realize like, well, there's some of us who have certain personalities who (laughs) when we have a dream, like we want to just throw everything mm-hmm. away and just go after that full force. But sometimes it's helpful to step back and just realize what yes. specific steps, steps that you have to take to get there. That's so cool. And that was, you answered so many of my questions that I oh. had for you in that. So that's so great. Um, but I would just ask you, I just want to ask you, what is something that you would say to someone who has a big dream like yours and they don't know where to start or they might be afraid of stepping out? Because I know that you really, um, you run after things full force and you don't let fear or anything else stop you. So I think you are a really good person uh, to, to ask this question. Well, thank you. I, first of all, receive that. Uh, it's running into fear is super hard and a struggle with it. But uh, the biggest short piece of advice I have to anyone listening is don't stop. Don't ever stop. And because the cost of stopping is so much more than the cost that you're feeding right now. Like you feel that it's, there's no hope and I'm with you. I'm, I felt it for years. I still feel it to some, to some extent each day but you have to believe it. And the second thing I would say is surround yourself with the people who believe because the ones I've had so many friends, like at, at this point in my life, right? You look at me and you say, okay, well, he still does not have his private pilot's license, but 
that person still has no idea what everything I went through, right? So you cannot let the outside voice come into you if you know in your heart, this is something, this is me, this is part of me, this is part of who I am, and this is what I want to do with it. And if it means stepping back, like I was trying to uh, cut corners and me cutting corners, I did a lot of flying. I flew three times a week, just up flying for fun and taking lessons and I was going places. But I knew that I'm in over my head financially. And if I keep going, my motive and my heart is not accomplished. So no matter what, how it looks, no matter what it feels like, don't stop and 1% each day adds up to 100% in 100 days. So is that what you would say is the secret to going after your dreams? I would personally, yes. Because you, you can always steer a, a, a moving ship, but when a ship is anchored, you're not, you're not really getting it. There is a time for rest. I'm not saying that I'm a big believer on taking rest, but overall in life, each and every day is a brand new day. Don't stop. You can't stop. That is it hurts worse so to stop. Yeah. Such good advice. Um, so I love what you said about how your your this is your dream, but you you stepped back and now you're focusing on your marriage and you're focusing on building your family because that is that is also success to you. So yes. what would you say um, in a sh- short little version is your personal definition of success that's a deep one (laughs) um my my personal version of success is how how i feel as far as how in life how what standing you are with yourself right so it's in priorities god comes first always and then it the work and the passion actually comes way down the list. I don't have it hundred percent memorized. I have it a tree here at home at my house, but it's God, uh, family and yourself, the, your wife, your children down through and work comes down, down, uh, at the bottom or closer to the bottom. And if you keep that, that way, uh, your, your definition of success will, will come automatically because there's, there's so much greater joy than, to have come home to your wife, to your children, and know that this is my legacy moving on, rather than, okay, coming to the airport, seeing my jet on the tarmac, that thing don't move unless I move it, right? So, and another aspect that I had to ask myself, the conversation I had to have with myself is with, let's say, let's say you are a first generation with this legacy that you're creating. Aviation is a tool of that. Aviation isn't the only answer. That's my passion. So aviation is my tool for the, for the bigger mission. I believe I'm called to the marketplace. I believe I'm called to make a difference in the marketplace. Marketplace being uh, the business career world. With that, I use aviation. So it's a few layers deep. And if I don't create a legacy with my children, with my family, it all stops with me. I could be the most successful man. I could be Jeff Bezos. I could own Amazon. But if I don't have a family, a legacy, a friend, someone to, to create, to continue that to generations, I want my grandchildren to be able to say, grandpa did this, right? And not stop at me. So that's bigger than aviation, much bigger. That is so good. So I just, 
I was just wondering, are you one of those people that has developed your 100 year vision? I did work on it, but I didn't, I didn't finish it. I'm, I'm halfway through it. (laughs) That is insane. Yeah, that is, um, that, that's just something that I know that, uh, Craig has worked on and a couple of our other friends have talked Mm -hmm. about it and that is so cool. And that's how, that's how, and why you can say that you want your grandchildren to say that grandpa did this. That is so cool. Um, so how far have you gotten into that? The 100 year goal? Yes. I started, I honestly, I haven't touched it in about a month or so. I have it in my Google Sheets. I've written it out what, uh, where I started with Brad Harmsworth is the one who I was, uh, who introduced it to me and my mind was absolutely blown. So for me to, to say, what is the hostile name mean to you? What is, what does that what do you want that to mean? And I wrote that part out and then I started writing out my hundred year goal and it, it, it was back about a year or so ago. And I felt, I feel like I was still in a stage where I did, I accepted it and I was going towards the path that uh, I am now in stepping back and taking the correct way I call it, but I still didn't accept it fully. So I wasn't in the mind space to really finish it. So I've been working on it off and on for months and I need to sit back down and just finish it out. I need to put it on paper, put it that way. Yeah. That is so cool because I, I have a vision for my life and I have it all written down and everything, but I've not even touched the 100 year vision. And I just think that that is so admirable and I commend you for doing that because that, that is someone who knows, who knows, uh, what their definition of success is and who's thinking ahead and like you are doing life long-term, which is awesome. Um, So final question I want to ask you is what is one piece of advice? Just, I know you've given a lot of advice and you've shared so many good things, um, but what is one final piece of advice that you'd like to give to those who are listening? Let me scratch my head on that one. It ties into uh, it ties into the work, but stepping back from the work side of it, and we've talked a lot about my career, about where I want to go with my career. But the biggest piece of advice uh, for me is to know your worth for for you personally. Uh, that's something I struggled with a lot growing up is knowing your worth because I am this passionate type. I'll I'll run after anything. I will I will have the tendency to throw everything out and just run after it. I've tried it so many times. But if you, if you know your worth and if you surround yourself with the people who take you where you want to go and never, ever stop improving because the day you give up, I know it feels like it. I know you want to, but the day you give up, everybody else, every voice in your head, you know, that little voice that I'm talking about. One of my mentors, I like this. One of my mentors has told me uh, to name my voice. And uh, so pick a name, that little negative voice, you say, well, I want to do this. But that second voice that goes instantly, it's talking to you right now. If I ask him, what voice is he talking about? Well, that one, I mean, you call him Tim, you can call him Todd or anything you want, but you need to shut him down because you know, the facts, you know, where you need to go. That voice is nothing but the doubts and, and lies. You know, the truth don't stop. Don't ever stop. 
because no matter how long it takes, you you are placed on this earth for something bigger. And just you being here is enough to blow out the top on anything. And don't let Todd or Tim take over. <laughs> that is so good. That's going to inspire so many people. And I have been inspired just from talking with you uh, for this yes. short amount of time. But mm -hmm. thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for talking to me. And look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you, Jenna. You're awesome. Thank you. That was such a great conversation. I'm so glad that we got to talk to my friend Craig today. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this. If you liked anything that you heard in this podcast, please leave a review saying what it was that you liked. I would love to hear your feedback. And I just hope you have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you again soon.